Hey guys and gals, welcome to the Blessing Collection podcast. We are in our second episode of Hashtag Friendship Goals. Today's episode is from acquaintances to besties, creating a biblical friendship. If you're new here, which I'm sure many of you are because this is our second episode, this is the Blessing Collection. Um, It stemmed from an Instagram account, the Blessing Collection. You should go give it a follow. Um, My main account is Emily underscore Shepherd, And on those two accounts, I post all about faith, wellness, and lifestyle. So that's what you're going to get. Um in this podcast a whole lot of jesus and a whole lot of wellness tips um so keep listening if that's something you're into we're gonna talk about how to bridge the gap from barely knowing someone to really becoming and creating a meaningful friendship um and how to get past that awkward phase um all of that goodness um so go and give the last episode a listen if you missed that that was how to be friends with yourself and we talked all about preparing ourselves um for whatever friendship is awaiting us and how to just love yourself. Um, We're with each other for a long time. We're with ourselves for a long time. And so we need to learn to be our biggest supporters. So go give that a listen. Um, We're going to go ahead and kick it off with our thorns, buds, and roses. Our thorn is something negative that happened this week. Um, For me, it's just a lot of tests and quizzes and essays and projects. I just feel like since midterm season started, it just has not stopped. It's like literally the whole semester has been just tests and tests and tests. So my workload is just really picking up and that's kind of stressful. Um, But something that I'm looking forward to is I'm going to like a tea party on Sunday with some friends from church. It sounds so fun. I'm so excited. Uh, It's at this little bed and breakfast and we're going to get tea and it's just so cute and I'm so excited for that. And then my rose, something good that happened this week. I got a big project out of the way last week, so I don't have to worry about it um this week and I got to spend time with my sister yesterday which was really fun I hadn't seen her in a long time so that was great next we're gonna go into our bible verse of the week this week's is so good literally one of my favorite verses it's Galatians 6 9 it says and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season we shall reap if we faint not I love this verse because as Christians as followers of Jesus, it can get exhausting and it can get tiring and it can get hard and it can get discouraging to think I'm trying my best. I'm following Jesus the best I can. I'm trying to make all these sacrifices for him and his work. And you look at other people around you and you're like, but they they have their lives so easy. Of course, from the outside looking in, everyone's life always looks so easy. The grass is always greener. But here they're telling us, don't be weary in well-doing. Don't get tired of doing good. You are going to reap the rewards if you don't stop. So just keep pushing, keep trusting in God, keep doing the good things that you know are good, keep doing what you know, and you will reap the rewards. Um, And this is just so encouraging to me. And it's just like gives me the strength to just keep pushing on because God's aware of me and he sees my efforts. They're not going unnoticed. Um, There's a quote that I love and it's, you're doing better than you think you are. Just keep going. You're doing better than you think you than you think you are. So that's just some midweek encouragement for you. Next, we're gonna move into our God is good moments. Um, again, I'm flying solo today, so I promise someday you'll get to hear someone else's God is good moments. Um, but for me, I'm gonna share another one. Um, as we mentioned last week, I got a parking ticket. Parking here is horrible. Literally, you can never get a parking spot anywhere you go. Um, and the 
little parking police are crazy. They always are giving tickets. So it's always really stressful for me whenever I have like a late night, especially when I have work or something to do or when I'm with family um, to come back late because I know that I'm not going to be able to find a parking spot and I'm going to have to park really far away and walk in the cold. So one night I was just like really upset, um, like some things that had happened in my personal life and I was just really sad and I was just not feeling it. I just wanted to get home. Um, And so I'm searching and I'm like driving circles around this parking lot and it's still kind of far, but like not as far as it could be. Um, So it's not even right by my building, but it's the closest one comparatively. Um, And I'm just driving circles around and I'm about to give up, and all of a sudden, I see this guy put on his, like, reverse lights, and he's about to exit the parking lot, and I just had this thought that came to me, and it was like, there's always a spot for you, um, and I know that came from God, and I know it's so silly that it was in the form of a parking spot, but that's how God works. You know, Jesus taught in parables and that's how he talks to us. He talks to us in ways that we can understand. And so for me, it was a parking spot. And I just got this feeling that like, don't stress on being perfect or getting to the right place. Like you're not going to mess up my plan for you. You can't make a mistake too big that I don't know how to fix. And I think that so often we get caught up in, oh my gosh, I'm going to ruin God's plan for me. Like, no. Yes, we have our own agency, but you're not going to surprise God. He knows us better than we know ourselves. So take comfort in that. There's always a spot for you. It's like he goes after the one, the prodigal son. There's always a spot, the 11th hour in the vineyard. If you don't know what I'm talking about, we'll get into all those stories um, later in the season. But there's just parables in the Bible where Jesus Christ goes after the outcast, after the sinner, after the one that has gone astray, and he brings him or her or whoever back into his fold. And and he tells them, essentially, there's a place for you here. I have a spot saved for you. And and so that was just a really big answer to my prayer. It's something that I've been struggling with recently is feeling like I was good enough, that I was doing the right things. And it's just God saying, don't stress. Like, I got a place for you and you're going to be happy. So that was a really big God is good moment for me recently. And I'm just so grateful for that. Um, okay, so now we are going to jump in to the bulk of the episode. Again, it's from acquaintances to besties, creating a biblical friendship. Um, so first we're going to talk about first impressions. First impressions, not going to lie, kind of scare me. I was always like, would describe myself as an introvert. Um, In high school, I didn't love going out just because it was so exhausting for me. Of course, I was struggling with some other mental health stuff, but it was so exhausting for me to put on this face and pretend to be funny and pretend to be interesting. And I felt like I always just had to put on this show because it really came from a place of insecurity. I was surrounded by all these people who were so pretty and attractive and everyone liked them and everyone laughed at their jokes and they had a lot of followers on social media and they got invited to all the parties and I just felt like, you know, I don't measure up to them and it was like, the best way I can describe it is like, they had it all together but they were carefree and that wasn't really my personality but those were the kind of people that were popular in high school that 
we're in this like carefree, I don't give a care in the world, but I'm really successful and I have a lot of friends and I wear cute outfits and I have it all together. And obviously that's not true. And obviously everyone goes through their own stuff. But when you're coming from a place of insecurity and you're just so unhappy and uncomfortable in your own skin, of course, you're going to think everyone's better than you. Everyone has it easier than you, et cetera, et cetera. So my best advice, I'm going to give you two kind of contradictory, contradictory things. Number one, be yourself. Number two, fake it till you make it. Um, and these are two very opposite opposing ideas. Um, but let me kind of explain myself. So I want you to be yourself because obviously when you put on a show, it is exhausting. It is so exhausting to always feel like you have to be funny and interesting and always have a new story to tell. It's exhausting. Sometimes you just want to be yourself. Um, and, and then when you do bridge that gap and you are a little more friends and then you like start letting your guard down, it's like, you weren't the person that you were before. So be yourself right off the bat. Be yourself. Don't feel like you have to make certain jokes or you have to like pretend that you like a certain music um, because that's what the people you're around. Like don't pretend. Be authentic. Be yourself. People like genuinity. I don't even know if that's a word. People like when you're genuine. Genuinality. I don't know. Someone tell me if what the word is on that but people like when you're authentic and organic in yourself and confident people are attracted to confidence and that's where the fake it till you make it part comes in I know for me I am not confident especially around a new group of people especially girls who are really pretty and who seem like they have a friend a lot of friends and I'm kind of like the new girl so insecure so not confident fake it till you make it act like you know what you're doing act like you think you're funny and not that it's like a like you're interviewing for it but just because we live in a society where like judgments are so split second like first impressions it takes only a couple seconds for you to get a vibe from someone so be confident because chances are your nervous self is not how you are when you're with your closest friends um and so my other advice would be be the friend that you want. So when I came to college, I kind of tried to reinvent myself. I was never the person that would go out and invite people a lot and reach out and say hi and make the first move, so to say. But when I came to college, I was. So I would get their numbers. I would follow them on Instagram. Back in high school, I never would have done that. I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're going to think I'm such a stalker if I go home and follow them on Instagram. No, it just shows that you care and you want to pursue a friendship with them. Um, my next tip is like after you meet them, after you hit it off with a couple of people, ask them to go do something. Be like, hey, bring anyone you want. Let's all go get Swig together. Um, Swig is a drink place where I live. Um, let's all go get sodas together. And then you go and you have fun. And whoever you gravitate towards, put more effort into those friendships. Don't completely cut off the people that you don't click with. They're still good people. They're still good relationships you could have. But it's really exhausting and impractical to think that you could click with every single person. You need to be best friends with every single person that you meet or that you come into contact with. So find those people that you gravitate towards and really be intentional on building a relationship with them. So after the group activity or whatever, text them. Remember things about them hey, I remember you have a test on Friday. Like, how did that go? Or are you stressed? Um, hey, how is your mom? I heard 
or I remember you saying that she was going through this. Just check in on people because it makes them feel loved and wanted and that's what you would want something, someone to do to you. And once they see that you're interested in pursuing that friendship, they're going to respond and they're going to reciprocate. Another thing that I totally advise you doing is just to be honest and be vulnerable. Usually, everyone else is thinking the same thing you are. So, if you're the brave one that just says it, like, hey, yeah, it's really hard. Like, I don't have that many friends. I just moved here or I just started school here. Like, how how are you guys doing with that? Most likely, a lot of people are going to be in the same boat. And if you have a lot of girls that, like, don't really have a lot of friends, be honest. Hey, I would love to be friends with you guys. I would love to hang out. Let's actually make plans to hang out. And then fill your calendar. I know it'll be exhausting at first and it is. It is so exhausting when you first move somewhere or when you first start school because you feel like you have to say yes to everything and don't do more than you can handle. Don't neglect yourself. Don't neglect your self-care. Don't neglect your needs, but say yes to most things. Say yes to everything that you can and that you feel comfortable with so that you have those opportunities to make those friendships and then Later on, you're going to see your real friends from your fake friends when you say, hey guys, I'm like really tired and I don't feel good and I have a test tomorrow. I'm just going to stay in tonight. If they invite you the next week, those are your real friends. If they forget about you, those aren't your real friends because real friends remember you even when you're busy and even when you don't go out one night. Kind of going along with that, being vulnerable, don't talk about just shallow stuff. Obviously, when you first meet someone, you're not going to bare your soul to them, but be real. And like some of the best relationships that I've ever had have grown over I shared something hard with them or they shared something hard with me right in the beginning and then we were instantly bonded and we were connected. Ask them good questions. Ask them good stories that that allow you the chance to get to know them. get deep with people. That's what we all crave. We want human connection. We don't just want to talk about boys and makeup and movies and mean girls. We want to talk about real things. I know we all crave that. So be the person that introduces that and isn't scared to start those conversations. Um, Don't be afraid to invite mutual friends. Don't think, oh no, like I don't want that person to come because it's just our little friend group. No, be inclusive. The more, the merrier. Literally, the more, the merrier. Um, As a person who has been left out and who's been excluded, it sucks. So if you have your tight little friend group, I understand that. You have your inside jokes. But be open and, and have your heart open to other people and have your eyes open to the people around you that maybe don't have that many friends. Maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't know what she's talking about. Like, I have my friends. Open your eyes to the people that maybe don't and and try to try to invite them to group activities and try to check up on them and, and be a friend to the friendless. That is one invitation for you, all of you today, even if you don't have friends. Be a friend to the friendless. Open your eyes to the people around you and try to be attentive to other people's needs. Um, some other invitations let's talk about. Let's. Um, I'm going to start recapping the invitations at every end of every episode so that we can check in and see how we're doing that on that throughout the week and everything like that. So my other invitation is fill your calendar. Try to make at least two, like I was almost at appointments, <laughs> to try to make two plans with two different people this week and try to text at least one person. Reach out to people. 
last little piece of advice we kind of already touched on this but let go of what you imagine your perfect friend group is going to be like you might picture that you have a perfect group of four girls and it's so good like I remember all of these um girls in high school it's like this perfect little group of four group of three and I was like I want that like I don't need a ton of friends I just want a close group of friends that's it's you you can't do that you can't pick and choose your friends and design it perfectly and you can't always have friends that match your aesthetic like it, our society is so shallow and it's so dumb to think that that's how we pick friends but honestly people do and um so I would just say pray and and have your heart open and have your eyes open to the people around you and love people for their hearts and their connections not what just what you have in common but like the heart that you have for Jesus and the heart that you have for other people and the passion that you have for your work let that inspire you and connect you to other people um I heard a quote today in one of my classes and this girl said um she shared this quote and it was like work like it's all up to you and pray like it's all up to God you can literally apply that to anything I think especially in friendships pray like it's all up to God please send me a friend just send me a friend I I'm lonely I just need someone to talk to put someone in front of me that I can reach out to and then work like it's all on you and invite and reach out and it'll be exhausting at first but it will be worth it because relationships take work it's it's just like a plant you know you gotta water it you gotta feed it you gotta put it in the right place good things take time I know it's cheesy we all hate to hear that but it's true good things take time and good things are never easy so keep going next week we're going to talk about how to deal with conflicts how to grow your relationship how to maintain your relationship through distance everything like that so trust me we'll get into all of that now we're going to get into the biblical part of the friendship i mentioned earlier we're creating a biblical friendship let's go straight to jesus and see how he wants us to create friendships I'm going to pull from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. This is the famous one. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not envy. All of that. Usually, we hear this when it's talking about like romantic relationships and like boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, and wife. But this is how we should treat all of God's children. And this is the relationship that we should all be striving for in a best friend, in a friendship, in a significant other, in a partner, etc. So I'm just going to read it. It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not. I wrote this down and I can't read my handwriting. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So we're going to kind of break this down part by part. Love is patient and kind. Sometimes your friends are going to get on your nerves. Sometimes people that you first meet, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I vibe with that person. Be patient with them. Be patient. Some people are a little shy at first. If you're a super outgoing person, that can be kind of annoying to you. Like, why aren't you talking to me? Why are you giving me one word answers? Be patient and be kind. Um, one of my favorite quotes is be kind for everyone is hard, fighting a hard battle. You don't know what people are going through. So if people come off a little standoffish to you, a little rude, be patient and be kind. It says love does not envy or boast. This is a huge one in friendships, especially with girls. I see this all the time. Jealousy tears friendships apart. It's it's torn friendships of mine apart. Don't be jealous. Like we talked about last week, I thought we dug into some really good stuff. 
you don't want to be the girl next to you. You do want to be the girl next to you, but you never will be. And that's good. You will never be your best friend. You'll never have the job she has. You'll never have the body she has. You'll never have the boyfriend she has. But that's a good thing. You have your own talents and gifts and your own individual divine worth that God has given you. So hold on to that and celebrate your best friend's accomplishments. Just because your best friend gets a promotion or your best friend gets a boyfriend, that doesn't make you any less successful or any less pretty or any less likable than her. Celebrate her. Lift her up. And she'll do the same for you if that person is a good friend for you. You know, people who are rooted in insecurity, they tear people down. When uh, someone else gets a compliment, they're like, wow, why didn't you compliment me? Does that mean I'm ugly? Or it's the same kind of people that someone says, oh, I like your hair today. And you're like, what is it not good yesterday? Like, don't look for offense when there isn't. And that's kind of like, we all have to humble ourselves and realize that not everything is about us. You know, like some people really do have pure intentions and they didn't mean it like that. So just open and be patient and kind and don't boast and don't envy. Don't hold things over your best friends. Don't brag. Be humble in your relationships and recognize that both of you have things to offer and neither one is better than the other. They are both good. They're of both value. You guys aren't numbers. You can't compare your value like, oh yeah, four is greater than three where four is equal to four. You can't do that. It's it's not the same thing. You both have values and you're both different, but one is not bigger, better, or equal to the other. You just can't compare people like that. You are both great and you both add value. So don't envy, don't boast. It says it is not arrogant or rude. Humble yourself. Sometimes when you get in conflicts with those people, you got to take yourself off the, your high horse um, and, and don't be rude. Like, be kind. Be patient. These are people that you love. These are people that you care about. I feel like a lot of times um, we tend to get really comfortable with our friends, especially if we've been friends with them for a long time. We'll just start being a little bit rude, a little bit casual with them. We'll start to use a tone. We'll start to get annoyed with them. I've definitely been guilty of this. It's like you start treating your friends like you're treating your siblings and you shouldn't treat either your siblings nor your friends like that. Like, be kind, be Christ-like to the people that are closest to you because those are the people that are going to love you and stick you around. There's this great quote by Maya Angelou. I think it's Maya Angelou. And she talks about, if I only have so much energy and goodness and kindness in one day, like, shouldn't I spend it on the people that I love and that love me than random strangers and that's so true this is getting off topic but like how often are you so kind to people that you don't know and you hold the door open and you ask people about their day and then you get home and you're so rude to your family because you're just so exhausted make it stretch make the love and kindness stretch for everyone in your life um it says does not insist on its own way compromise just like in a romantic relationship compromise is important it's important with your friends too even as simple as going out to dinner recognize that other people have feelings too other people have opinions recognize say hey what do you think you've been quiet what do you think we should do find a compromise on all things um and and that's going to bring you the most peace in your relationship it says it is not irritable or resentful do not resent your friends do not resent anyone forgive and move on. I'm not saying forgive and keep going if it's a toxic or abusive relationship. Yes, cut it off. But if this is your best friend and you know they have good intentions and you know you love them and you want them in your life, 
forgive and let it go. Leave it there. Do not drag it on. Do not look back at it. Let it go. And try, like we we're talking about, don't be irritable. Don't, don't stretch the kindness, basically. Stretch the patience, stretch the kindness for everyone in your life. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Remember your values. Don't let your friends influence your values. Like we were talking about earlier, if the new group of friends wants to go out and, um, I don't know, maybe you don't drink alcohol and they, they want to go party every night and that's not your thing, don't change for them. Don't compromise. They think getting drunk is really fun and that's not something you're into. Don't compromise your values for that. Um, rejoice in truth, in your truth that you know and you recognize and you resonate with. Okay, guys. So I recognize that was really speedy um, and it kind of bled into next week's episode, which is when we're talking about when we're already friends and like when we're getting into friendships and like how to deal with stuff with that. So we might touch back on 1 Corinthians 13, spend a little more time on it and work that in. But I just want you guys to keep, I wanted to put that in this episode because I want you to keep 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 in your mind whenever you're looking for friends. Don't settle for friends that aren't going to treat you well, just like you wouldn't settle for a boyfriend or a girlfriend that's not going to treat you well. Find people that truly uplift you. You are who you attract and you attract who you are. So be be yourself and let people uplift you. You want people to challenge you to be good, challenge you to be better, challenge you to follow Jesus. Um, And if they're not doing that, if they're bringing you down, if they're making you feel bad about yourself, they're not the friends for you. So keep 1 Corinthians 13 in your mind when you're meeting new people. Say, is this person loving? Am I being patient? Am I being kind? Am I envying this person? Is this person envying me? Am, Am I being too insecure to be friends with this person? Do I need to change anything about myself? Be humble. Keep that all in mind whenever you are starting new friendships and meeting new people. So let's wrap up with the invitations. We had reach out to someone, multiple people preferably, invite someone, text someone, check in on them. Pray for your friends. We didn't really talk about this one, but I want to invite y'all to do it. Pray for friends and pray for your friends. Um, Keep your eyes open to those who might be lonely, um, to those who might not have a lot of friends, and be inclusive and be the friend that you want. Be the friend to the friendless. And the other invitation is say yes. Say yes to everything that you can and everything you feel comfortable with so that you can get those relationships started and get those friendships cooking and, and get it all out there so that it's easier to build upon in the future. All right, guys, we're now going to wrap it up with our collected blessings of the week. So every week I ask you guys what are some blessings that you've collected in your week. And there were some good ones. One said brunch with your friends. Awesome. You're already ahead of us reaching out with people, going to lunch with your friends. That's awesome. We love it. We love good connection and good food. Um, The second one was an answered prayer through a lesson in church. I love when this happens, when something's on your heart and you're just stressing and something's at the front of your mind and you have this anxiety. And that's right what the pastor talks about in church. That is so beautiful. I love when that happens. And it just shows you God is aware of you. So that's her own God is good moment. Thank you guys for sharing. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, follow, leave a review, leave a rating, please. Um, Go ahead and follow my Instagram so you can be up to date on all the new posts and um, all the reels and extra posts that I post and stuff like that. 
um, and let me know how you guys are doing. Let me know if there's anything you want me to talk about specifically. I hope you are all doing um, amazing this week. I love you all and have a blessed day. See you later.